Hey, it's George and Jess. Your journey of self-discovery starts here. So the question I have today is, have you ever arrived at some place that you've never been before, yet you immediately feel a connection? Or you have in the past anyways when you were there. It's It's an odd almost eerie feeling that's difficult to explain. Are you, you're asking if that's ever happened to me? Yeah. I would say I'm not, I'm not well traveled enough to have like a grand example. Sure. But I visited Colorado when I was seven years old for the first time. I had family that lived there and I immediately felt connected to the mountains and I have felt that way ever since anywhere I go where there are mountains. Sure. So I, I specifically love the desert mountains, but just mountains. Yeah, I've always, I've always felt a connection to the desert. And people have uh, thought that was crazy because I grew up in the lush forests of northern Minnesota, right on the Canadian border. And it, you know, it resembles nothing like what you would see here in southern Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That's the great thing about this state, right? As you travel into the midsection of it going north, you get into the hardwoods and then you get into the very northern part of it and you have the the deep evergreen forest and the the you know the glacier rocks. It's just insane. It looks like Alaska. It looks like depending on where you're at, yeah. you you could be in a different state. Minus the mountains, it it is got that kind of a mm-hmm. deep wilderness forest feel to it, right? So when I felt when I was spent four years in the Southwest, I felt a connection to the desert. And I to this, I just love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because it ha, it's it's minus everything I grew up with. It's just different. Right. But the reason I bring this up is on a much grander scale, uh, Joanna Gaines, who I'm a big fan of, uh, her mother is Korean. Right. And uh, she always heard her mother growing up talk about how beautiful it was there, especially when the cherry blossoms would mm. would bloom and all of these other events and just the culture there. And as rich and, and, and as famous as she has got, she's been so busy with her professional life that she never got back. So last month she took, or was it in March? It was recently in the spring. She took 25 members of her family to Seoul, South Korea, where she had never been before because her mother was from Mm -hmm. there. And she said when she arrived and she got out and started to mingle, she immediately felt a connection that she found it difficult to explain. And I thought to myself, I'll bet that was a wonderful feeling. And it was, she said it was amazing. And I thought that the reason, and it goes back to you and I have talked about this, it's in the DNA. Mm-hmm. You can't take that out of somebody, right? It's it's despite what you think, that's a there's a memory to it that gets triggered when you are totally. when you are brought back into that environment. And it was a great story. It's like an activation of ancient memories. And to share that experience with her mother, it's just it was just a great story. I thought it oh, was fantastic. Cool. And she posted a uh a video I watched, uh, if you get a chance, follow her on Instagram. She does a fantastic job. And she, uh, it, it, it was it was really cool. It was just, it was awesome. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Yes. That she felt that. And I'm like, I, I bet 
I bet she did, you know, and I, and I, and it had to have been just, I, I don't know what it was like, but I, but I can understand what she was, when she said it's difficult to explain, I thought you're right. I can't really, but I, I, at the same time, I do get that because it's, it goes back to what we've talked about. I bet there is places that you originally have ancestral heritage from. It could go back thousands of years and you might feel it. So your parents did a DNA test. Yeah, right. And you haven't done one, but that, sh- I mean, it gives you a little bit of an idea, a I pretty good idea. Predominantly French and British, yes. So do you feel drawn to travel to those places? No, not really. But and I think, you know, with most white Americans, mm-hmm. I would say that that, because we're such a conglomerate of all these different European, European countries, yep. right? I think that just getting to Europe in that area, right? Yeah. Would probably, maybe, I, I don't know, but I think, I think that she felt something very special because it was Korea, right? There was nothing, it wasn't like Europe, it was Korea. Uh-huh. And her, I, I'll bet it was just amazing. Oh, I'm sure it was. I, I mean, that, it's such that a that, great story. And it, like, it, it makes you kind of long for that feeling. Right, right. Like, I want to find a place that I feel like that after, well, after hearing that story. You've been convinced. Well, no, I'm, I have not been. Con- I already know what you're going to say. And I have <laughs> not been convinced. But my entire, like, since I can remember, I have been super fascinated by Egypt. Yeah. And I know that's not, like, that unique. Like a lot of people are fascinated by Egypt. Sure, it's a it's, fascinating place. I mean, you are close. Yeah. I mean, that's over there where it all began. Yes. Right? And like the, the pyramids Iraq, are obviously Iran. very yeah. uh, intriguing. And so I, I'm not claiming to be some Egyptian <laughs> very, princess. very unique person because I've been attracted to Egypt, but I have been, I've, I've felt a draw to Egypt. And even when I was little, I would read my grandparents' encyclopedias. I would read the Egypt section to try and learn more about it. Sure. And so um, I would love to visit there. My coworker's brother just visited there for several weeks and he shared all of his photos and she let me look at them. Oh my God. I mean, to see that stuff in person would just be unbelievable. Well, we, we honestly, in our family, we have a, we have a tour guide. Yes. We could bring my, Christian. my brother's partner yes. lived in Egypt for several years as part of an archeological team. I got to get him up here. I've talked to him. I'm like, he's, he's very busy. He does acupuncture. He's, he's a licensed. Yeah. He's like, I hang on every word when he talks because he's just had a fascinating life and he, he spent time in Egypt and he has some stories that are a little bit scary. Um, this was in the nineties that sure. he was there, but I don't know. I've I've always wanted to visit. I know that it's not necessarily like recommended for Americans to travel there right now, which makes me sad. I think if you went with the right people, you'd be all but right. But I know there right. are guided tours that you can go on that are pretty buttoned up as far as safety. But I've always felt connected sure. just in my mind somehow to Egypt. Yeah, I I think that well, just listening to Joanna Gaines in that story, I thought, you know what? How awesome is that? And it made me think about, uh, you know, I, I started a weird documentary as I was digging around the other day about, you know, how it all began, mm-hmm. right? Uh, going back to uh, Africa, 
we're talking a long, long time ago, and then into the Ice Age and how that allowed people to traverse mm. and cross frozen you yeah. know, waterways. And then it, it, it's just, it's an incredible story how it, they worked their way from there up into Southeast Asia or Southwest Asia into Europe, across Siberia, through Alaska, into North America, mm. down in through Mexico, and then into Latin America, and how the whole earth became populated, right? Yeah. And it's just this incredible story. And then how, because everybody's like, well, why do we all look different? You know, why is there different races and stuff? And it starts to get into that through evolution and development and how it was necessity due to environment. Yes. Which it's incredible. I've it was heard just, that before. Yeah, and I didn't, I, I don't remember where, but I didn't know if it was accurate or not. Like yeah. where, when people started to migrate north, like th there was less pigment required to protect them from yes, the sun. Yes. And so eventually through evolution, our, our skin changed depending right. on where we were on the, on the earth. Right. I don't know if I'm doing a very good job of I know. saying that. I know. And, and again, I, I don't like to get into it too much cause I don't want to sound crazy, but even, even with some of the, uh, with the, like the facial features yeah, with Asians and stuff with, with the eyes. And that was due to keeping them, somewhat with a limited opening because of the snow and and the oh. bright sunlight and the ice and just through evolution and development so yeah it's incredible right and that's like because everybody's like well why do we all look so different well at one point we didn't yeah right but through evolution and change and it goes back to this we are all the same mm -hmm. we've just developed and, and we look different through necessity over God knows how long. Yep. Right. So it's cool. I mean, so anyways, I got to get back into that because I started it and it's a series. I want to watch it. And I will, uh, I just literally, I turned it off because I was like, we got to watch this this weekend. Oh, I don't, sweet. I don't have time right now to sit here all day because I could have, I would have plowed through how many episodes that I would have just never left the couch. Right. But anyways, it all brought back this. I was like, we all came some from somewhere other than here. Right. And I right? like I know the DNA tests go back a few hundred years. Right. But I my curiosity is like where did I come from 500 years right. ago or 800 years right. ago and like I want to know that stuff and I don't know if that's even possible. I don't or I, if it ever would be possible. Yeah, I I don't I don't know either, but I know that when my dad and my mom took the test it had our ancestors arriving in the 1700s in the Nova Scotia area, mm -hmm. which makes perfect sense. I couldn't yeah. believe it because I know that my, I have, you know, ancestors, you know, from a few hundred years ago in the, in Quebec, a French Canadian, Montreal, sure. all through that area. And up, if you go to the East coast, which I spent two years out there when I was in a freshman and, and sophomore in high school, uh, the my the name my last name which is pretty rare here mm -hmm. is there's a lot of it in new york vermont new hampshire maine connecticut in that new england area so and then you go north of the border there into canada and it's everywhere oh that's so so it does make so it made perfect sense right i know on my dad's side we can trace like documented um family that immigrated from ireland sure yeah your grandparents on your dad's side 
I think they their descendants of not their parents, but their grandparents right. were immigrants sure. to the United States from Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they like to say, oh, we're 100 percent Irish, which like, I, that I, doesn't mean I, you're 100 percent Irish. I, that challenged, just means- I challenged your aunts to take <laughs> a DNA test. And no one wants and, to and do it. And the funny thing is they refuse to do it because they don't want to know. Right. I'm, and like, I'm like, you live with that. It, no one can take away right. that you are descendants of immigrants from Ireland. I guarantee, like that is I, that will always be a thing. I guarantee <laughs> you at some point there the because of Europe and the way that it is, there's none of us. And especially then, like there was, that's what makes America the great spot that it is. It is the melting pot. And I know my grant, my mom's side, um, I believe they can trace to Germany and Denmark. Sure. There's, um, you know, it's all Europe. See all of that. That's that's what I said. Most, most of us, most of white Americans could, would you would, probably have to just say Europe. Yeah. Right. Because most people don't understand when you get over there, it's like, there's a lot of countries in, in, in a very small space. And yeah. like where we live, it's predominantly Norwegian and German. Sure. There is a lot here. Yeah. There's a lot of people Scandinavian who are, who are and German, German and Scandinavian. Yeah. Um, there's some Irish. So I have felt, you know, because that my name is French, right? Mm-hmm. French or British, depending on what it's, it's, I didn't realize that because my dad thought we were a, a combination of German and French. And I remember when he took the DNA test and I, I had to tell him, I was dad, you actually have more British in than you. anything, a, right? A lot more. Yeah. A lot more British in you than anything. I mean, well, actually France was a close second, British, French. And then German was not nearly as much as he initially had thought. But he also had some Irish, which he had no, a lot. It, no, it didn't. It's <laughs> listen. It doesn't. When you guys, when you say Irish, I don't think they can even narrow no, that it down. Was, it was they, Irish or Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Wales. It's that whole northern. Are you familiar with how the United Kingdom is? Everything in there. I, mean, I is, can point to it on a map. But. Is all lumped into one. So when somebody tells, unless you have documentation. I be, thought there was somewhere in there that he had, it was determined like no, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Nope. It's, it's all lumped into one. Oh. They lump all three of those into one. It was, um, what was it? Me and 23 or something like that. 23 and me. 23 and me. That was the one. And if you look, they don't give you uh, specifically on that test. Mm-hmm. It's all just lumped into one. Scotland, Ireland, Wales, all of that. Right. They call it the, the British Isles, yes. right? Yes. 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 That's what they call. So, that, so but he took that and he like yeah. got a St. Patrick day hat and <laughs> right. like he was very funny. But I believe that your, your grandfather on your dad's side is legitimately, he goes back a couple of hundred years to Ireland. Yes. Right. Yes. yes that is documented. Yeah. That so he actually has immigrated legit. from Ireland. So I would and they say, still have family that they've gone and visited in Ireland. Right. Like, you know, distant, distant cousins, but that they can still trace back. So anyway, so it's, I, I definitely have some, Irish without a question without a question but the funny thing is in America is when people people just pick one well yeah because you're probably like 20 right right it's like literally I mean or more right so you're like (laughs) you just today I'm gonna be French because we most again most white Americans are a conglomeration of all kinds of different whatever it was so funny I was at a meeting and it was right before St. Patrick's Day and I got in this weird conversation and it somehow came up that my maiden name is McGraw yeah and this 
individual that I was talking to, <laughs> he goes, my God, do you look Irish? And I was like, that is such a weird thing to say <laughs> because I just look like every other white girl in Minnesota. Like, right. I don't look like anything. I know. I oh my like God. a blue eyed white girl. Oh, geez. That's what I look like. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, it was funny. But it, it, but I thought, again, going back to the Joanna Gaines thing, I was like, that is a really a, a cool it's story. It's beautiful. That is. It's fantastic. And then I started thinking, I'm like, have I ever, or, or are we as Americans just too much of, the most of us just mutts, right? Where we're all, we I mean, we are, but literally, that's not but a bad thing. But I still think you can feel connected to places. That's not a bad thing. I, I do. So do I, because I think it's, again, in your DNA. Well, what's, what is interesting is, so I like, I have the mountains and and predominantly the desert mountains. And then there's this Egypt thing. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there is something to that. Maybe it, like, that, maybe that's it. Like the that desert, arid, dry heat. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I but I definitely, if I had to pick a climate and a landscape, it would be desert. Yeah. It, the funny, the great thing about if you start to do any research. We all go back to a same central location. Yeah, so I so it's probably was an Egyptian princess. Well, who knows? I mean, if you think about how far back you go, that Mesopotamia and that area—we're talking Iraq, Iran, Egypt, all that part and that Africa. There is who knows right. where? Who knows? Nobody knows. And and you probably never will. I, I still I don't probably know somebody that. probably has the info somewhere buried. Locked deep, up, deep Locked inside a in a cave, a a vault somewhere like or the Vatican, it, or or <laughs> or it went through some underground antique dealer. I don't know. Somebody and someone's has it. got it in a glass case somewhere on display. Who knows? Who knows? That underground, like ancient artifacts dealing. Have you ever yes. read anything about that? Oh, yeah, there's a strange whoa strange subculture out yes, there there is and like there's so many things that human get remains and all get kinds discovered of yeah, that are never never get in the hands of people that are going to share it it's incredible it is it's but very interesting i mean i think a lot of people have felt that eerie feeling though though like i've been here before yeah or like something about it just like you feel it like, a connection in your body a connection yes or like you I know people that feel that like on water. I, I like the water. I like to be by the water, but I definitely don't have the same feeling sure. on the water as I do at the desert mountains. Right. See, that could be something way back in their past. Yeah. And it's just, again, it's part of you. My mom's is Hawaii. And she feels that kind of a connection. Well, I mean, I don't know if she's ever verbalized that to me, but she loves Hawaii the most out of all the places. Right. Well, I think a lot of that, you know, who knows, who knows if there's, I mean, I don't know if it's that kind of a connection, but you, you know, again, we, again, I, I say this, we all traveled a long way at some point. Mm -hmm. Well, our ancestors. Or, yeah. Did. Somebody that. God, it's just this, the more you dig into this, it's just fascinating, right? How it all, how it, they think, and they have a pretty good idea. Yeah. That this is how it happened because it makes perfect sense. And they're getting better at this stuff. They have a way better idea now than they did even a hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Not like these flat earthers. Oh God, you are <laughs> flat earthers. You got to stop with these guys. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing, and don't, please don't at me if you are one of them, but these people that believe the earth is 6,000 years old and we live in this bubble and, <laughs> and the earth is flat and I'm like, dude, come on. No, we I don't. I mean, that is, <laughs> I, I, I'm into some weird stuff. <laughs> Some weird things. And I listen, I'm not picking on anybody because I would love to have one of those guys come in and share. I'd certainly listen. I, absolutely. I would. There's not even a question because I'm like, I don't get it. And I've dug into every reputable scientist and heard them address it. And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, I feel like that one is one you're not going to sell me on. No, that. not me. It, me either. But I'm like, there's some people that are just hell bent on. Yep, it's a fact. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm like, no, it's not. Wow. So, but I mean, I'm talking hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years is my belief for us here on this planet. Oh yeah. A long, and we've, and we've been through this, making it to civilization over and over and over again. If you ask the, uh, the godfather of AI who just resigned from Google. Yeah. He says we're that's quite the story, isn't it? To ourselves in here. Well, he well he talked about how he he was fearful that it would you know in fifty or sixty years that this would be a serious issue, and he said now it's happening overnight, and I don't think anything like that anymore. Mm. It is. It's crazy. It is. I mean, the more you're going to hear more about this. This the people who aren't familiar with how this works yet. Get ready. Yeah. For the first time in a long time, I logged, I just clicked on Snapchat. I started an account probably six years, five, six years ago, and I never use it. I know it's one of the most popular with some of the younger people as far as communicating and everything else. Yeah, like but they don't even text. I don't. A text app. They well, no, talk the mo- on Snapchat. Most of them don't. They use social media apps to communicate. Which right? is crazy. But anyways, uh, I opened it up the other day because I keep getting notifications and immediately one of them was, it. this is your- oh, meet a, yeah. Yeah, your Snapchat AI chatbot or whatever they call it. And ask me anything. How are you doing? And so I just out of the blue, I engaged it. You did? Yeah. I have not talked to mine yet, but you can't disable it. Like it's there and you, you, you'd have to delete the app. You have to delete the app. Yeah. You can't like, no, right. you can't X out of it. I, it's just there. So what did, what did it say? Well, it just, you know, what can I help you with? So I just, I just wanted to ask it a few questions just to see what, what kind of a response I'd get. And, uh, it got into a, it. What was one of the questions I asked? I did ask a couple of fitness questions and there was one with body comparison or something like that. They were like, it's not good to compare yourself to others. I don't really have the answer to that question. And it was like almost th- like trying to talk to me like a therapist. And then it said, well, you know, what are you up to today? Blah, blah, blah. I went through this thing and 
what kind of music? And then we got into a discussion about music. And it fit, what? And it figured out quickly that I I have a a passion for classic rock, right? I like. And it figured that out. Led Zeppelin. Well, it asked me, "What's your favorite band?" And this was the it, this was the first thing that it was doing to try to pick my brain. And I rattled off a few: The Who, Queen, Led Zeppelin. You know, I was like, "These are." And then it went into a whole conversation about classic rock. What? Yeah, and pretty in, intuitive so stuff. It t- this I've only played with ChatGPT, yeah. which is a language model, so you can ask it questions and it can give you text back. But I have not engaged with any of I know these that like talk back to you. There's some people that believe <laughs> this is you're giving up too much. And I'm like, I'm not giving up anything that they don't already well, know. It's if, already in. If you have your phone. And and you you carry it around on a daily basis, and you do anything with it, it's figured you out. Did, I told you the story about the the beer, didn't I? Uh, I don't know on my phone. Maybe I was talking to a friend. Oh yeah, and you we did. were we were having a burger, and she was like, "I she, we're non drinkers," and she was like, "I always used to like a tomato juice beer with a burger, like a gelada." Yeah. And I was like, oh gosh. And I was, that's, that was kind of the end of the conversation. Yeah. We moved on to something else. But in my head, I did not say this out loud, but I thought, I wonder if they make a non-alcoholic tomato beer. Well, I can tell you algorithms figured out that you like non-alcoholic beverages because you search it all the time. she said tomato beer. Yeah. And right. it, I, we got in the car and I had Boom. a ad for athletic brewing tomato beer, right. which is a non-alcoholic brewery. It, my... My that on that Snapchat AI thing, yeah. that chatbot or whatever they call it, it it said it literally engaged me and said, "If you ever want to just chat, I'm here." What? Yeah, it was weird, in the sense that I was talking to an app, and so you can like give it a. It literally is there. It made it sound like it was there to be a friend if you needed one. <gasps> oh, this is so weird. But let me. But I'll tell you this. Let's say this is where it's dangerous. Let's say you're in middle school and you're, you find yourself isolated, yeah. right? And you don't have a lot of friends and you're oh, just, no. you're not, you, do you understand where this is going? hundred percent. And all of a sudden you become friends with your phone because yeah. that's what it, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And this app will befriend you and then give you guidance. Wasn't there a movie where the guy like fell in love with the AI? It's called her. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's weird. I think this is the stuff that they're afraid of. Nope. And you can manipulate. I'm not engaging. This you can. Thing. You can with AI. They will be able to convince, and in, they'll be able to erase history. They'll be able to rewrite it and and educate and convince somebody of something that is has no foundation whatsoever. Just create a society and a history that is completely false and 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 sell it to a whole generation and it'll be everybody moving forward they can erase legit history as we know it in in probably a f- just like within 50 years okay gone well, because it'll this... be they'll make you believe what they want you to believe right that's the danger this has taken a terrifying turn right so i don't know how we went down that Seoul, road korea and <laughs> right. egypt and well it's just the evolution right and I still believe, going back to our initial topic of discussion here, was I believe that you feel things in life uh-huh. 
and you have a connection to things that you that in the past they've not paid attention to it or really understood it but it's starting to make sense to a lot of people now and it's all part of that what they call spiritual awakening not to sound like a crazy person from the 60s or 70s crazy no i know because i think that people are realizing that this is a real thing and the dna that makes up your body has memory Mm-hmm. And it's all part of the energy that create that keeps you moving. Yep. Right. And it's been passed down through thousands, and I mean thousands of years. Yep. So there's and it what surfaces or what is a do, the dominant gene? Right. You don't know. It's so interesting. It is. It's crazy. Would this be like a what kind of a person studies this? I don't know. It would be something with genetic, genetic, yeah. genetic makeups, right? Or like an anthropologist. I don't know. Well, that's just the beginning. Isn't that just well, men yeah, in that's, general? That's just like a, the observation of behavior, I think. We better just before we sound completely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not I claiming to I know, know anything. I don't know either. I have no idea. I'm just thinking like if you ever did want to talk to an expert, like I wouldn't even know. Well, just ask AI. Right. Don't ask AI because AI is going <laughs> to AI is going to tell you convincingly Where did we come what from? they want you to what they should I ask it that question? I don't know. Here. I don't like that Snapchat one. Hang on. That uh, one freaks me hang out. Hang on. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to ask my Snapchat. Did you name it? Chat bot. I did not. But it said if you want to give me a name, you can. Yeah. It says like you can customize its face and give it a name. I will see if I can, uh, I can't even remember how to engage it. Well, I, you know, I, I, I now I can't even find the damn thing. That's probably that, for the that, best. That's how, that's how, uh, oh, here it is. I got it. Here we go. No, we don't. We don't go? We, I don't believe that I have anything here yet. No, I don't. I can't. I'm not going to mess around with it. Because I, I know most people are probably thinking, God, how, how inept are you? I never use this app. Oh, here it is. My AI. There you go. Where? This will be terrifying. Do humans come from? Brace yourself, everybody. There are many different theories about where humans come from. Some people believe in evolution, while others believe in creationism. Either way, humans have a fascinating history, and it's interesting to learn about different theories. Mm. So that's a politically correct answer. Yep, very generic. The weird thing about AI is when you start playing with the language model, you can start to pick up on things that are written with AI. Like I've seen Instagram captions and I'm like, that was definitely AI. <laughs> I'm assuming. So here, here, oh, just, just okay. to give you an example, still chatting with your friend over there, just, just to see what it would say. <laughs> okay. I said, I'm sad and lonely. Oh, and it said, I'm sorry to hear that. Is there anything specific that make that make that's making you feel sad and lonely? Sometimes it can help to talk about what's bothering us. This is really see what I'm saying? It's literally trying to offer therapy. And, and it's a robot. 
that's weird. <laughs> I don't have anything else to add because it's that it's that freaks me out. And, I, and that's a mild version. No, I'm I sure. know. Yeah, pretty pretty generic. It but, just but every, gives you a tiny glimpse at like what its powers are. Since the first of the year, that whole thing has just exploded. I know. That fast. And we haven't even And got, they're not pumping the brakes. No, nope, not like at all. Like all of these tech people are like, please pump the brakes. But but the cat's out of the bag and all the wrong people have access yeah. to it now. So now yeah, you're not, not it's never, you can't. No. And, and if you do, the sinister individuals will not. And that's the road that it will follow then. Right. And so then you look at it like, well, the cat's out of the bag. So right. we have to keep up right. because we don't want people with ill intent to get ahead. Right. We need, you know what they're going to need to end this? Another flood. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> if you, they believe that, but they do believe if you start getting, getting into the, again, going back to this, we all come from somewhere that that may have been one of the events also that has separated people and put us on different pockets around the earth. It's like when it was all over, there was a, uh, uh, with the right elevation, there was a few pockets of people and they had to start all over again. Right. So in, in regions mm -hmm. that could have been an explanation for perhaps how we wound up everybody where we're at. And this goes back thousands of years, by the way, many thousands. So interesting stuff. I just thought that was interesting. And I'm sure I wondered if I was wondering if anybody else could relate to that. Just showing up someplace that you've never been before. I love the question and felt a connection Yeah, because it, it could be a county away yep. or it could be on the other side of the world. Yeah. You don't know, but when you encounter it, they say you'll know it. It makes me want to go more places. Right. Yeah. See if I feel it. And it, it makes you wonder about the connection to the mountains mm -hmm. and the desert the air. Desert. Right. And just that, that feeling. I love the sunshine and I like the warm feeling of it. I, and not everybody, you know, hates winter as much as I do. I know. And when you get going on winter, people are like, I know. Get you George. Okay? Get you some, okay, bro? Get some help for George. And <laughs> get I him out of here. And I can't stand it. And I'm like, I think, I think that explains it. I think it's in my DNA. Yeah. It definitely I don't, could be. I don't know how far back it goes, but I don't belong in the ice and snow. Mm -mm. It's not me. It's in my DNA. <laughs> it's in my DNA. So <laughs> on that note, I would say pay attention. And when, when you feel Definitely. that, when you feel that, that's what it is. Or even if you feel drawn to travel somewhere. Right. You know, like if you've got that bucket list trip and you feel drawn to go there, there might be a reason. It was. It's funny to listen before we go, to listen to people. Now that I've had a chance to talk to Brady about Sedona. Mm -hmm. oh, people keep telling me, they're like, you got to go to Sedona. Without him, without even bringing it up because you and I had talked about it when he brought it up and he said, you wouldn't believe it down there. It's like this spiritual vortex. Mm. And I'm like, I cannot believe we're having this conversation because I did not initiate it. Yeah. And I've been, I've been here. We've been talking about yeah. it since like the beginning of the year. Right. He goes, mm. you, and he said, you have to go. Okay. He said, you've got to go down there and, and, and experience it to understand. So what happened there? What is it? We got to go. We have to go. We got to figure it out. So are you excited to finally get your hair done down at heat? So excited. 
I'm so excited. So, have you decided what you're going to do with it yet? No, I have some ideas. I have a lot of things on my Pinterest board. But you know, at least you're going to the right place. Yes, I'm going to heat, which is like a whole experience. It really is. Like they are so great. And Nicole has created, Nicole's the owner. She's been on the pod. Um, she's created this environment where it's just so welcoming and they walk you through all the processes and all the stages and um, just really open communication with your stylist, which I love. And I'm getting my extensions out. It's time. I'm not like, ah, I'm sick of them. Like it's, they're grown out and I need right. them out. And so I'm going to take a little break from the extensions and maybe do some bangs. There's a lot of bangs on the Met Gala red carpet. You enjoyed that the other night. Oh, I love it. <laughs> You're looking at me like, don't get bangs. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to do what? what the universe tells me. You've to always told me though, that when somebody gets bangs, they're going through some kind of a crisis in their life. Yes. That can definitely be true. That you've told me that. Yes. So I'm like, what but crisis my, are you I, going through? No, I'm, it's not a crisis. It's just a, a little bit of an evolution. Okay. I'm just stepping into an, an evolution. Well, you'll have the girls down there to help guide you through that. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, gosh, she's nuts. <laughs> no, they're great. And so Heat Salon uh, is sponsor of the show. You can make an appointment for your own evolution, your beauty evolution. Uh, there's a link on our website. And then they also have the wellness uh, boutique in the, the front lobby with uh, makeup that is uh, from a Minnesota company called Sigma. Um, there are a couple out of the Twin Cities, which is great makeup. Um, they have the bridal boutique, which is accessories for the bride and the bridal party. They've got the satin pillowcases, the silk pillowcases, just tons of fun stuff. Yeah. And it's Nicole great. also has worked out with us at JP Fitness. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you get a chance, you always hear Jess and I talk about what it's done for us. They have what they call Testimonial Tuesday. Follow them on social media and you can so see inspiring. Yeah, you can see some of the other individuals that have went up there and made the change that we all talk about. Right? Did you see the big it announcement on Tuesday that Kelsey Long is the newest trainer at JP Fitness? Really? Yes. Wow. What booking she's a she's a group fitness instructor there. She does a there, fantastic job. And yeah. she's gonna start taking booking one on one clients. That's all for personal training, which is super exciting. That she's is. Awesome. Yeah. And she does a really good job with them group classes too. So and she's so kind and yeah. I, she'll be a great one-on-one -on -one trainer. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Another great addition to an already great team. Yeah. They, they're just again, keep, they just, all they do is win, win, win. John win, only win, hires win, the best win. people and they're there to help you and encourage you. So again, if you haven't had that consult, I'm telling you, sit down, have a chat with them, tell them where you want to go and they'll put together a plan that will help you get there. Something that's realistic that fits your lifestyle. So we've got a link again on our website. Uh, just go to georgeandjess.com and look for JP Fitness. And before we go real quick, tomorrow morning, well, I should have it ready. I had a really good conversation with Matt from the CBD centers. This is all the talk in the state. It's been yeah. on all the Twin Cities oh, it's huge. news stations every single day. They're talking, mentioning it. But legalizing recreational use of marijuana is coming. There was, it just passed the Senate last week. It's got all, they have all the votes they need. So now is what they do. And I didn't understand this, but they combine the House and the Senate bills and they hammer out a few details and they get them to work together. They get that, it runs through, I think a few committees. It's going to wind up on the governor's desk. The legislative session ends May 22nd. Okay. They're going to have it. They're confident, very confident that it is going to be on his desk before then. 
he's going to sign it and it's game on. So that means that there's a very good possibility. We'll get into all the ifs and ends and what's yeah. happening. But early this summer, very early this summer, <laughs> uh, it will be legal to possess recreational use marijuana in the state of Minnesota. I didn't think it would happen that fast. Now, will you be able to buy it in a dispensary? Could be a little little wait on that. Maybe another year, year and a half. But the, the bottom line is it will no longer be illegal. You'll be able to possess it and you'll be able to grow it. So go. that's going to, that's the, that's the issues that they're facing that hasn't officially happened yet. But again, they, they've, I was watching interviews with the guys that are hammering it out, right? And they're working on it mm-hmm. and they're confident they're going to have this done by the end by before this legislative session ends which is i believe may 22nd so anyways long conversation almost an hour and a half with matt we're talking about it all and we should have it i'm hopefully we'll have that for you tomorrow morning if you want to tune in by the way you can find them cbd centers on our website as well georgeandjess.com there's a link click on there you can shop all of their fantastic products all right have yourself a fantastic evening we'll be back tomorrow morning it should be me and matt